Today is October 11th. The Yankees win game one of the ALDS. And we like that. So let's talk all about it. Cole comes to task, Jake. Uh. Talking eggs with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Recaps galore. Weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Get your Yankees news from these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking eggs with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Talking eggs with old John Hello and welcome to Talkin' Yanks. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. Producer BBD in the corner in this episode. And most everything we're doing on Talkin' Yanks in the postseason is brought to you by SeatGeek. You can go to SeatGeek.com or use the app and get 10% off any ticket. You can use this once, twice, three times. If you've already bought tickets using your promo code, this works even if you've already done it. 10% off. Code Jomboy Playoffs. We're going to game two. Maybe there's tickets available. This will save you 10%. Jake, they win game one on your birthday. And you played a big part of it. How you feeling? I feel good. Wooga, wooga, wooga. Yankees. They take game one. Uh, a game one that they had to take. I know that sounds obnoxious. And if they didn't, we'd be talking about all the ways that they could go on and win the series. And probably still could because I... I Again, they are they bet the better team in this series. They have home field advantage, but you would have lost home field advantage and you would have lost the advantage of the wild card because you had Garrett Cole on the mound uh, going against Cal Quantrill. And no offense to young Cal Quantrill, who actually looked really solid in this game, uh, probably should have been pulled uh, a little quicker with the playoff hook, but he actually looked so good that the argument goes both ways. Um, looked too good. Against Gareth Cole. Uh, and the Yankees, who, uh, you know, this felt like a playoff baseball game, right? Four to one, couple swings either way, send the game in every direction, but the Yankees, in the moments they needed it, kind of on both sides of the ball, come through. So, kind of a low-pressure first playoff game. Not well, once they escape the jam, and yeah. we'll do the burn and get into it, but once they escape that jam, and then Bader, the nine guy, tied it up, even Rosie, who's Guardians fan, is in the chat, Kind of felt like that was a momentum swing that was going to last. Because even though it was tied, it just felt like, okay, we survived the Guardians' one big chance at scoring. And we tied it up. And now all that's left to do is take the lead and, and go on our merry way. And that's how it went. So I was just talking to BB before we went. Like, never high drama past that point. Or high stakes or tension there's little jitters and excitement for sure, but nothing like I'm out of my mind nervous right now. Yes. I mean, A, kind of where I started, that, you know, the Yankees are the better team in this series. It's in the Bronx, the wild card advantage. Um, you know, if this game was close, I don't think real true playoff jitters would have kicked in until, you know, if it's 7 8th and they kick it to. Karen Jack in Class A, and you just know that your chances are dwindling and dwindling, and you're down. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was a good way for a lot of the young guys to get their feet wet. Uh, one of the more veteran guys at the back of the bullpen uh, getting his feet wet again. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, ends up being a nice night for us. And hey, 
Thank you to everyone that was with us in the live stream. Us and Chris Rose uh, will will be there tonight. Rosie's only in town for a couple days. Um, we're going to the next game, and then we're doing an event for game three. So I think we'll probably see a game four live streaming, uh, if there is one. <laughs> Peacock and Yankee fans. Uh, but a good night in the Bronx. Yep. Let's get in the burn, man. I'm excited to see what you whipped up for us. Yes. I know we've been skipping burns recently on Talking Yanks because the games just didn't seem to matter more than the storylines, but I want to hear it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Burn, Jakey Burn. Tell the people what happened. Does it get any better than playoff baseball in the Bronx as we kick off the American League Division Series between your Cleveland Guardians and our New York Yankees. Cal Ripken Quantrill would hope to be an Ironman for the guards, while Garrett J. Cole would try to work out the first of hopefully 11 playoff wins for the Yanks. Top three, Rich Homie Quan had the Yankees feeling some type of way. Solo homer for the light-hitting leadoff hitter. It's one nothing Believeland. Garrett would get out of a bases-loaded mess. Speaking of loaded mess, Master Bader, the hometown kid, finds the seats, ties it up at one. <coughs> Jose, 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 Jose. Sack fly is underrated. It's two to one. The momentum is flowing. And oh, Rizzo orders the double decker. Two run homer by our Italian Paisan into the second deck. It is four to one, Yankees and it would stay that way. Garrett Cole, 6.11 earned run, 8Ks. To Johnny, to Wandy, to Clay? A greasy ending in the back end as the Yankees take game one in the Bronx, four to one final. Woo! <laughs> you okay? Something ha- right at the start. Right at the start. It's a tough right time. Right at the start. That's, you, hey, catch your breath. I'll let him know that that burn uh, was brought to him by Muggsy, uh, my favorite denim e- company. Muggsy. I actually, IKF, the ball hit his glove and then he and didn't stop it. Even though I think the runner would have been safe, it was still just like upsetting to see. I flipped over in my chair. My Muggsy's ripped a little in my crotch. Uh, I do, I do, I have worn these Muggsy's a lot. They're worn. I have a couple other pairs, so I'm fine. And I'm probably going to buy more pairs because Muggsy jeans are the most comfortable jeans. Honestly, the biggest endorsement I can give is to Muggsy jeans. I, I 100% love them. And I think everyone in our office has turned into Muggsy people. I know Rose is wearing them today, and he didn't like have to be wearing them. You wear Muggsy now. Joe's is wearing Muggsy. A lot of Muggsy people in the office because they feel like sweatpants, but they are not. I... Honest to God, can't go back to regular jeans. They're crusty and stale. Muggsy.com, use code JOHNBOY for 10% off and free shipping on the most comfortable jeans you've ever worn. Muggsy.com, code JOHNBOY for 10% off your entire order with free shipping and free returns. If you don't love them, go experience life-changing comfort with Muggsy. All right, Jake, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Um, I mean, we're not doing no pride. No, pride no we don't do it. No, we just kind of recap the game. It starts with Garrett Cole. Yeah. Um, he is the starting pitcher. I've said it all year. And it's why. It's why I, I said this last episode. Five earned runs against Baltimore on a, one of the nights this year. But he pitched eight innings. Don't care. Um, this is what it matters. And we got a scare, right? Uh, that third inning. 
felt like a moment of the wheels falling apart. And, hey, it didn't feel pretty. It didn't feel right. You know, there's a missed strike three earlier in the game that we were, we were wondering if that was going to get him. Uh, he gets it done when he needs to. And, I mean, after that, like I said, I mean, we were sitting on the couches, not a lot of sweating. And Cole deserves credit for that. I, I know we demand excellence, and he provided excellence. Yeah, it is your class. And there's a lot of things about this game that are are very much uh, in simpatico with the season. He gives up the homer to a guy who doesn't hit home runs on a 2-0 fastball that gets absolutely jumped. He has now given up 34 home runs and 34 starts. Kind of, that's going to happen. It happened. It wasn't dangerous and didn't so the hurt. second to last person you would have expected on the field. Yes, but I, that's why I said in our preview that the Guardians are full of guys that are of the ilk that hit homers off call, at least in my mind. Like, the guys you don't expect usually get them on pitches like that. And then he gets in early trouble. We've seen this a lot, too. And all you're like, how is Cole going to make it deep into this game? He's at 40 pitches through two innings. And then he gets through the sixth inning, and there's only one run on the board. And you're like, damn, that was a good start, huh? And I feel like that is how Cole's been this year. And the, that inning of that big inning there, which does have a weird misplay that should have been an out. And we should maybe talk about that. But uh, that inning lingers for longer than it should have. Because in the end of the day, that's a start. We all would have loved, signed up for, and oh, wanted yeah. at a call. It's an, uh, a standing ovation as he comes off the mound start, which he got. But it is always funny that there is that inning where you're like, oh, and then, just, and then it releases, and then you're good. Like, we knew that once he got out of that, we, he was going to be good the rest of the game. Well, you and I, feel it. you know, I'm, I'm double-checking now, and, you know, this is a start. I don't want to even say a starting pitcher trick. It's starting pitcher strategy. Garrett Cole did not throw a changeup until his third time through the order. Um, he was going fastball, knuckle curve, and slider. The knuckle curve and slider, Jim, you noted on the broadcast, they weren't labeling the pitches as they came out. Didn't it look crazy different tonight? Uh, there's some nights you can really tell the Cole's... slider was flat. You can tell when Cole's slider is kind of sharp down and in and his curveball's a little loopier. Tonight, they weren't far off. I mean, the knuckle curve itself was 85. The slider was 88. So, um, you know, he was a, more or less a two-pitch guy trying to go through the first two times in the order. And I, I just think there needs to be a little bit of an audible when you find yourself in the third inning uh, and you're facing what is the heart of their lineup. I, I don't, you know, I don't... This Cleveland Guardians team, their strength is not, you know, big, scary hitters. Um, but yeah, I, you would have liked to, you know, Ramirez hits a double on, on a slider that got too, too much of the plate. To one, um, hey, it, it is their heart of the lineup. They put a rally together, and then he fought through the lesser guys in the lineup. Naylor is struggling right now. He gets Oscar Gonzalez on the first pitch, um, and yeah. then he strikes out Jimenez. But I don't know if he pivoted to the knuckle curve because it was working better than the slider, or if that was the game plan because he had faced Cleveland twice and was slider heavy in those games. But this is the most curveballs Cole threw. All he didn't have, he didn't throw this many curveballs in a game all regular season. He threw twenty six curveballs, and I think he had one game of twenty five. But then after that, it's twenty or or less. So it was a different look at a Cole. And I think my guess is it was based off what was working. The curveball was working way better early than the slider, where the slider 
it was like he spiked into the ground a bunch. Yeah. Where it, before it even really you could see the shape of the pitch, it was in the dirt early in the game. So he went to the it went to the curveball. It's the most swings and misses he's had on the curveball all season, I believe. Seventy three percent whiff rate on the knuckle curve. Um, that was really good. Well, I got it. So, yeah. 73. Jesus. I didn't realize it was that high. Yeah. So, Cole Garrett was good, Cole. man. Cole that's, was good. That's Garrett Cole. Let's stay on the pitching. You want to or you want to go in game order? Um, I would go in game order. I, right. I want to go because while Garrett Cole is doing that, uh, the squad goes down. You're down one nothing. You have some of those playoff thoughts sink in. But, again, you know, top of the third is a little deceptive because you've only, you've only been to the dish twice. Um, and then, I mean, of all likely suspects in playoff baseball, Harrison Bader puts a charge into one. We didn't even know what a Harrison Bader home run looked like or felt like, and that one looked and felt pretty good. Uh, and, it, yeah, it felt like kind of an eye-for-an-eye moment. Bader and Quan, two guys that are known for their defense. Stephen Quan, uh, regarded as a nicer hitter than Bader. I mean, it's our nine-hole guy versus their leadoff guy. Uh, but for him <coughs> to do that... I mean, that in the playoffs, that kind of sends a message. Like, if you're one of the dudes on the Yankees, if you're Judge, if you're Rizzo, if you're Stanton, when you get a contribution like that from a Harrison Bader, that's impactful. That's, some, that's a guy that, coming into a playoff game, not to be rude to Harrison Bader, but you, your expectations offensively are nothing. We want him to catch balls in the gap. If you get on base, run around a little bit. When he gives you a homer, a game-tying homer, I mean, that was definitely a little bit like, now we go. And I do wonder how much batting him in front of Judge helps there. Now, he goes down 0-2. He works the count. He doesn't bite on the off-speed pitch away and away. Gets it to 3-2. 3-2 to Harrison Bader. You're throwing a fastball in the zone. I don't think right. you're getting picky. I don't think you're trying to throw a 3-2 pass ball. Because Quantra had good control. In this perfect spot or this perfect... Nine-hole hitter. Judge is up next. I'm giving this guy a pitch in the zone, and he punishes it, which is good. I mean, it's it's nice that he can do that, and I wonder how much Judge being behind him in affects that 3-2 pitch. I would guess a lot. And things that matter, things that don't matter. I mean, A, good for Harrison Bader battling back in that count. Like you said, 0-2 gets it to 3-2. Um, and then, yeah, let's, uh, let's circle it now. Like, could we circle back to Harrison Bader in two weeks, and he's, you know— Two for 12 this playoffs or something like that? Yeah, sure. Again, fine. He's out there for defense. He cut off a, a nice ball in the gap uh, early on, which, you know, what, what would that have done to the rally? I don't know. Um, but also, this is a guy, when you circle definition of dude who wants to feed off the crowd and be playoff baseball, you know, from the New York area. He's literally, he was showboating late in games to get the bleacher creatures going more. He likes, you know, flexing a little bit on the field. If there's a guy that's looking to feed off the good energy of the playoffs, it's Harrison Bader. And, uh, whoa, like, you know, we haven't even, getting into the playoffs, we haven't mentally tapped into. Like, what if our bottom of the lineup does do stuff? Yep. Would be nice. Would be nice. Would be nice. And hell, I mean, technically Trevino's next. Um, we get a little help in eye for an eye, the Donaldson and then IKF situation. Yeah, I mean, let, I mean, so the, there's a lot of stuff in this game that, like I said, 
we've seen in the regular season, and it didn't hurt the team in the regular season. It didn't hurt them tonight. I still don't like seeing it. Don't want to see it again. You have Cole giving up a solo home run to a guy who you don't expect to hit a home run. You have Donaldson pimping a single. Now, I did hear some stuff that I didn't realize while we were streaming um, that may, lightens it a little. They said the stadium was playing the home run lights and siren. And the first base coach gave him a high five. So there were some things going against him. Still, it's a wall scraper of wall scrapers, and you want to just hustle out of the box right away. So I still don't want to see that. We had that happen. Or even if you're not going to, like, make sure you're on first because you know there's a chance of something. And it's it's happened four times, I think, in the regular season. Yep, you don't want to see that. that's where... Um, two balls off IKF's glove doesn't kill us tonight, but again, just want to stop seeing that. What else was there? Clay Holmes first pitch of the game hitting a batter. So there's still like all those things that are like, yep, that's how that's what we like we expected in the regular season. Didn't hurt us. As you keep going in the playoffs, play better and better teams, getting closer and closer games. God, we gotta limit some of this shit. Got kind of literally every single thing that we were like nerve didn't want to see in game one of the playoffs and yeah, I mean... It ended up okay. Yeah, I mean, for Clay Holmes, is outing, I don't care. Um, you know, the fact he throws the first Clay Holmes pitch, and it's a hit-by-pitch, and then he looks serviceable the rest of the way. I mean, end of the day, that's a win um, from, from where we are. Uh, like you're saying, with Donaldson, there can be some excuses. It's just frustrating. And end of the day, two for two with a walk. Like... You know, I, if if that out had burnt us a lot more, you know, boy, would we be laying into Josh Donaldson. Luckily for him, it didn't. And sometimes that's how life works. So, yeah, the weird misplay, like that Cole just bailed him out of when uh, Rizzo threw home to Trevino to cut down the run. Trevino kind of bodied up to, like, block the slide, which put too much pause on the throw to third, and the guy gets to third. Yeah. Chris Rose, who knows the Guardians better than any of us, said Rosario is one of their best base runners. So, I mean, it give him slight credit for execution. A lot of guys, if they took three steps down the line, would have just froze. Um, he turned around full tilt, and he got back. And, yeah, I, you know, we were trying to analyze what should happen there. In theory, there should be enough communication to Trevi to throw three. Um, who knows? It's a raucous Yankee stadium. Uh, in a way... Like, it it wasn't the worst thing that happens on that play. Like, literally, it was a half second. Trevino catches. He turns to essentially tag and block. And by doing that, his legs and footwork get out of position to throw to third that Rosario gets back. So, you know, <laughs> again, would we, if this goes the other way and they had slapped a ball down the line and two runs score, we're talking about this like a ghastly error. But good on Cole for locking in. Um and I don't know. I hopefully you can take you can take those and use them as a lesson going forward about communication and um you know, I don't honestly, you know, I I think I know a lot about baseball enough to be baseball. That Trevino play, I don't even know who do you get mad at? Is it everyone on the bench that should be yelling three? But Trevino can't just listen to everyone on the bench. Is it like the starting pitcher's job to tell Do you think him? Rizzo should have stepped on first and got the out? 
I mean, I, I, I would have to rewatch it. I you'd really have don't to rewatch know. it. Is there is there a chance Rizzo can, like, honestly, the best result, the easiest result is Rizzo Cox and sees Rosario planting. Yeah, doesn't throw it Maybe and pump steps, fakes on first. steps on first. Eh. But again, it's all happening very fast, and a run didn't score. So the execution there isn't awful. You really would have loved to walk away with an out, and you know. If Garrett unravels, we'd we would have been saying, well, you know, they didn't get that out, and Garrett ends up falling apart. So yeah, you, you know, sometimes in sports you get to play both sides of the coin because situations happen. They happen differently every time. Tonight they worked out. So so good stuff. You know what I like? Cabrera getting that catch, fan yeah, knocking his hat off. Yeah, that was sneaky, off. big, huh? Kind of forgettable, but that was a nice play. That was by a him. nice inning. And Donaldson that, and that makes was, the next play. That was the inning after. Right, that helped because uh, that was the first pitch of the inning. Cabrera catches down the line. A fan knocks his hat off. Then, like two pitches later, Donaldson makes the play that shows off the arm again. And then Miles Straw put it like a six pitch at bat and got out. But I think that's the that was the quick inning right after. And like, yeah. So that was a big catch by Oswaldo, the kid in left who never played left. Momentum is a real thing in sports. Uh, but top of that third inning, Stephen Kwan homer, base is loaded. Like, it's looking, you know, Cleveland has an opportunity. You know, was it bases loaded and no outs? Or no, excuse me. Um, it's second and third, and then there's that play. The Rizzo throws home, yeah. so that's a fielder's choice. Um, so it's bases loaded, one out, um, and then ground out, strikeout. So, you know, that goes from the momentum. Cleveland's picking up a moment. They get a run on the board. Holy smokes, they got runners on the bases. Holy smokes, they got to get a big inning and knock Garrett around to it's one run. Chris Rose's shoulders dropped, and he said that's going to hurt. Harrison Bader answers with the home run. One, two, three, inning from Cole on, let's see, eight pitches with the foul out, the mm-hmm. nice play, yep. uh, and then he strikes out straw. Um, I guess Yankees went down quick the next inning, but they end up scoring in the fifth, so... I don't know. You you took the momentum, which is a real thing in sports. We don't know how to quantify. It felt like the Yankees had the momentum from the bottom of the third on. Yeah, right. Right then it kept going, and and the the misplay by Oscar Gonzalez in right field really helped keep that going. That was like two innings later, right? Because yeah, yeah. And uh, just back to Cole's dominance really quickly as I go through the box score. That top of the fourth was the one two three quick inning I mentioned. The top of the fifth is not a one-two-three inning because they four-pitch walked Ramirez, which is basically an intentional walk. Yeah, and it, it's it the was, right move. Yeah, it was very intentional. So that's basically a one-two-three inning that's not going to show up. And then the top of the sixth is also one-two-three. So Cole, after that bottom of the third where he kind of his defense cost him like fifteen pitches. Yeah, and he he had to get woken up. Like you could, Cole's fastball early was sitting like ninety-four, ninety-five, uh-huh. and you know it he. He very much had the Cole starting pitcher approach that I was talking about before that he was going to try to save his best for the end. And that works out really well when you win a game like today and you go through those last three innings, like I said, very dominant. But again, we were a broken bat away from the Guardians being up 3 nothing. that would have been, you know, the gut would have started kicking in pretty hard there. Quantrill, a guy who doesn't have a big out pitch. Uh, he's a contact guy, right? The Yankees in three two counts against him went uh, two for three with two homers and a walk. 
Stan walked, Vader homered, Rizzo, Rizzo homered, and, ju- and or Judge walked and Stan popped out. You but are ignoring one big factor and all that. What's that? You wooed woo woo them. I think you did wooga one of the three twos, the Stan pop out. Yes. Which all the three twos. Judge walked too? No, no. You didn't wooga the Judge walk. Oh, I mean, Judge. Because Rizzo homered in next. You didn't back to back. All the three twos. Judge, that's a normal at bat for him. Oh, okay. But that's, I think knowing that they were going to come in the zone, the Yankees were ready to put the ball in play, knowing he was a guy that doesn't have a uh, wipeout stop. I wish I would have got the more 3 2 counts. Same for the postseason, you know? Mm. Mm. Let's talk about the bullpen moves. Where are you at with it? So, okay, let's tap into this. Uh, Garrett Cole. So he comes out for the seventh. We saw Garrett Cole getting loose in the sixth, um, which I think was smart enough at the time. Cole was approaching 90 pitches, and if he lets a couple guys on, um, you know, you want to have that bullpen ready to go. So we see Johnny Luizic up. Cole has a dominant inning, and you go, okay, cuts back to the bullpen. No, Johnny Luizic. I think he was at 96 pitches, something like that. Uh, and in the bottom of their lineup, which Austin Hedges, uh, Chris Rose rotation, nice guy, one of the better defenders in baseball. Uh, he's coming up along with Miles Straw, who is batting ninth. Cole gets Hedges to ground out. Uh, Miles Straw gets a single. First pitch fastball. Uh, that was the liner off of IKF's glove, which seemed catchable. I mean, line drives, knuckle and stuff and all like that, but you'd really like to have that ball uh, from your glove for a shortstop. If he catches it. No one says, wow, what a yeah, play. It's not an oh my God. It's like, hey, nice snack, kid. Atta boy. Right at him. Um, so Jonathan Luiz goes back up in the bullpen. He comes in for Stephen Kwan. Um, I felt it was a bad matchup for him, especially when he went down 0-2. I thought the fastball looked great. Uh, Kwan, 3-2, ends up poking one the other way. Um, and then Rosario comes up, which was an interesting matchup because Chris Rose was saying Rosario's weakness is the slider away. Um, and we saw that uh, from Garrett Cole, who, who didn't have too many problems with Rosario. So it was, okay, is Johnny going to go there? No. His sinker looked good, and he kept it inside the plate, and it led to the double play ball. Uh, right to IKF. I mean, asterisk here, Chris Rose tried to wooga the Yankees, and he got wooged back. Wasn't good. It was a luga. Um, <laughs> so easy double play ball, and that's, you know, for all those Jonathan Loisega incidents where you see a ball bloop over second base or whatever, it's he can also do that. Um, you know, that, that weak contact in the infield is what you want. So um, I thought Johnny's fastball looked really good. Um, he, I want to double check one thing. I don't know if he threw, uh, he didn't throw a slider. So circle that. Whether that's playoff funny business or his fastball just felt really good. Did he face lefties? Um, so he faced Ramirez uh, coming out for the top of the eighth, one pitch fastball and out. Quan uh, is a lefty. He threw one changeup, the rest fastball. So um, that's just something to watch going forward, I guess. I thought Johnny Lasagna's fastball looked really good. We saw him touch 100 a couple times. I, I thought his fastball looked, looked, looked really good. He. So they call his slider. Uh, a curveball on baseball savant because it's kind of more loopy, which I remember saying that like at the beginning of the season. Um, he scrapped it a couple games ago, it looks like. 
So he only threw one in his last outing. Outing before that, zero. Outing before that, three. I believe he only throws them to righties, right? Have to double check. It would make sense because you'd have the changeup for lefties, the slider for righties. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, some, maybe he's changing or maybe that was scouting or... Throw that good pitch. Um, yeah, something to watch as the playoffs go, but I thought in general, Johnny Luizaga, who got loose twice in the bullpen technically, and then he came out for the second inning. Uh, Ramirez hit some first pitch. I yeah, thought he, he doesn't looked, throw him the lefties. thought he looked good. I thought, I thought Wandy looked great. Wandy looked really good. I mean, two-pitch double play, four-pitch strikeout. He comes back. He gets Jimenez to ground out on two pitches, and it was like, all right. Let that bad man work. And then comes the first surprise a little bit of the postseason as Clay Holmes comes out. They get two outs, and it's maybe it worked out. I really don't know, actually, if it worked out yet. I understand the thought process by the Yankees, but it's a very daring move, which the Yankees fully know that's a daring move because what do they do? They make it so it's only a two-out thing. We only need two outs. And as soon as he comes into the game, Jamison Tyone gets loose because they don't have faith he's going to close this out. And they just know there's a lingering what if. Yeah. And he hits the first batter, and then he gets the next two out. But there's some of the weaker hitters you're going to face. Benson pinched hit, right. and then Straw's not a, not a threat. So... They got the rust out, all that. I think it was a little dangerous to do in a three-run game. It worked out. I, I Hopefully, he moves it, forward. There's kind of an interesting quote from JMO about it. Uh, I don't know if you saw this yet. He said like he was warming up because Holmes was on kind of like a strict pitch count. It's coming back from his thing. Uh, it seems like a line. It, it, it seems, seems like, like a line. It seems like say, a protecting Holmes line. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, that's he is coming good. back from something. So Yankee, Yankees are using nothing. their rehab innings in the playoffs in a yeah. safe situation. Um, I think, and it's actually in the pregame show where I said I I really wanted to see Domingo and Herman or Jamison Tyone because I think they're going to have to be a big part of our playoff run. Uh, it looks like the Yankees threw one other guy into that bucket, and it was Clay Holmes. Um, and does it not make sense? I mean, Efros goes down coming into the series. We get that bomb dropped on us. That, Domingo Herman and Jamison Tyone, let's see what they are. But now our trusted, current, true relievers are Lou Trevino, Jonathan Luizaga, and Wandy Peralta. Uh, we saw two of those guys look good today. I think we're going to believe in Trevino when we see him, too. Do we trust any of those guys as a lockdown ninth inning guy? No. Uh, was Clay home that for half the season? Yes. Either way, does it seem like the Yankees crunched the mental math and said, hey, if we do this, I think we're going to need that guy? I think so. Yeah. I, I, think, I think they looked at the number of guys in the bullpen. They looked at their seasons and who they can be as a whole. You know, I love Lucas Litke, and I hope he gives us a stunning performance at some point this postseason. But Clay Holmes has a... has a good chance has the highest potential as someone in that bullpen, and it looks like they're going to tap into that, and for tonight, it works. Yep. Yep. The Yankees average four pitches per plate appearance. That's up from their season average, which is good, of like 397. I like that. 
They did have, I think, four, one, two, three innings. Um, which I think you'd like less than that. You'd like more, get get guys on, keep it moving. They had some quick ones. Um, I didn't like Donaldson and Stanton and Donaldson working walks. Quantrill looking like he's in trouble, and then IKF swings at the first pitch, double play. I don't like that. That was tough when we got, uh, you know, kind of the an IKF start to the game that had been anticipated on Talking Yanks for a little bit now. Um, you know, that ball goes off his glove, and you're like, well, that's, uh, that was predicted from literally the trade episode where, um, you know, we, we reacted to that live. What? Uh, Say that again, sorry. The IKF trade episode when we first brought up his highlights and said... Because we I heard know. he was a glove first shortstop, <laughs> wanted to see a play. All the highlights were balls hitting his glove that <laughs> deflected off. I mean, that's what we found out. So, that. People love that episode. It's become like a, a very cult fa- a cult favorite episode yeah, of ours. It's, it's and, a top 80 ep. And then, yeah, the, the two walks followed by the first pitch swinging. It's... IKF has highs and lows, like not taking away from his opposite field single today. You know, that's a decent piece of hitting. You know, swing it, poke it the other way, and it slips by uh, their right fielder and IKF speed. You know, he was he was eyeing home for a second. He gets to third. They hit the sack. Trevino hits a sack fly. I think that shouldn't go overlooked in all this. It got mentioned briefly, but bottom of the lineup again, two strikes on him. Bad pitch by the pitcher, if we're being honest, but he puts a charge in it. Free run right there. Uh, Harrison Bader, they just posted a, his press conference, and I just, pure curiosity, I need to listen to what he says. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Okay. Obviously. He looks like a little kid in his Nickelodeon shirt and no hat on. You know, to me, truth, truthfully, it really was just... For that to have been your first home as a Yankee to come in a moment like this, what does it mean to you? I mean, it means a lot. Um, you know, to me, truth, truthfully, it really was just another at-bat, uh, another, just another game. You know, I, I truly do like to play the game emotionless, um, as I was taught at a, you know, at the University of Florida from my coach, Brad Weitzel, who would always say just, you know, be the baseball, play the baseball. You know, the, the baseball has no emotion. It doesn't take into account. Be the baseball, play the okay. baseball. So Brad Weitzel, a fan of Caddyshack, uh, just giving out putting tips. I mean, that's be an the ball. instant quote tweet. <laughs> be the baseball. I want that on a shirt. Save. Be the baseball. Play the baseball. I mean, I wish we could use. Dude, there's Brad Whitesall right Brad now. Brad Whitesall's name. Brad Whitesall right now yeah. is like, that is not what I said. I didn't say that. Vader. I didn't say be the baseball. Play the baseball. <laughs> Brad Whitesall. All right, hold on. let's listen to the rest of this. Be the baseball. Play the baseball. That's nuts. To account the, the situation, that makes sense. as I was taught at a, you know, at the University of Florida from my coach Brad Weitzel, who would always say, just you know, be the baseball, play the baseball. You know, the, the baseball has no emotion; it doesn't take into account the the situation. It doesn't take into account how many fans are in the stands. It, it is totally emotionless. So I try to act that way. However, when I do think about it for a second, you know, it does mean a lot to my parents. Um, you know, my my dad's dad um, was, a, was a back. very big Yankees fan. He just take it back. Did he give that passionate speech and then immediately go, timeout? Actually, this means a ton to my folks. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Whitesell was Well, dude, his, his parents don't have to be the baseball. That's just, he has to be the baseball. And so I'm sure he would be very proud of this moment. So, you know, what I think about Did all those things. Did he say his very, dad's dad you know, my, instead of saying my grandpa? 
My dad's dad um, was a was a very big Yankees fan. I kind of like doesn't take into account how many not. fans are in the stands. It, it is totally emotionless. So I try to act that way. Yeah. I guess However, when I do think dad. about it for a it. second, okay. you know, it does mean a lot to my parents. Um, you know, my my dad's dad um, was a was a very big Yankees fan. So I'm sure he would be very proud of this moment. So, you know, when I think about all those things are very nice. But there's such a long road ahead in October, ultimately into into November that. I will save all of those emotions um, for a later date, but there's no doubt it's special. I will acknowledge that for a second. For that to have been I like, first I like is- how he wrapped it up a lot. Like, it's game one. You know, let's yeah. not go crazy over an ALDS He was trying summer. to give the Yankees PR speech of not overhyping what this is. Yeah. And then he was like, actually, no, this is kind of... Dude, um, Faye, I'll put a link to... Oh, I'm looking at Brad Weitzel stuff over here. Well... This headline's awful. No longer on staff. Step down. I think kind of forced. Oh, man. You think in this article it says, like, he his legacy is be the baseball? The baseball, here's what I agree with. Do the, you think the Brad baseball, Whitesall said, be the baseball, play the baseball, the baseball has no emotion? I think he said the baseball has no emotion. I think... Harrison Bader was trying to get to that quote and had forgotten what it was in the moment he tried to say it. So he just started saying other words. And then he got to Someone replied to the tweet and said, this guy is so well-spoken. <laughs> I like Bader. I do. I, he's, it, it's, he's Dan Rourke. I, I need to hear You what guys he says. are on different scales. The shirt he is wearing in the press conference. You don't think I'd pull that off? I think you can, and I think you know find I've told you me. that. I'll wear that on stream Thursday if you find it for me and get it. If you find Actually, I don't want I want to wear shirts that we make Jimmy and sell. Jimmy will wear it. But I'll wear it for a little. I'll wear it for pregame show, maybe. We'll take a picture show. and post it at least. Thank regards. Hey, DraftKings, I want to make a bet on the next game. I, I, I regret not putting a little something on a prop I... bet for this game. And I really want to. And let's talk about next game a little bit. I was going to bet a lot of money on the Yankees winning because I was like, I think they're going to win. DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Big weeks, Thursday, Sunday, Monday. If you bet on any NFL team, $5, you'll get $200 in free bets. If they do, they have their stepped up same game parlays. Rack them, rack them. Rack them, Willie. Make... Bigger bets make more money. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JAWBOY to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code JAWBOY. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. She shall not for details. See show notes for details. You excited for game two? I know we have an off day in between, which does kind of stink. It's weird. What's BBD laughing at? <laughs> um, I haven't gotten to listen to the Sterling call yet because we're streaming. Uh, but Sweeney Murdy four minutes ago posted John John's call. You have to listen to it. You just listen to it. I just listen. You have to listen to it and blind react. Can we, okay. put, we can put it on the air. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm going to Sweeney's tweet. Okay. Sweeney he said it on the radio. Murdy. You pay off, bitch. Now here comes the payoff pitch. Swung on, hit in the air to left field. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone to tie the game. 
his first Yankee home run. Oh, I'm just wild about Harry. Harry, he homers to left center, and the Yankees tie the game at one. So what's that from? What 1960s musical? Oh, I'm just wild about Harry. I got oh, it. Oh, oh, uh, That's yeah. just Peggy, Peggy Lee. Peggy Lee, that's right. That's just an old Peggy Lee song. Judy Garland has a rendition as well. Um, written in 1921 <laughs> for the Broadway show Shuffle Along. I mean, to be fair, Peggy Lee was born in 1920, so her famous performance of this is probably from the 40s. Yeah, but maybe it was famous before that. You don't know when John was enjoying it. Number one song, Fever, in 1958. Um, Well, this is according to youdiscovermusic.com, so I don't know. You're always stuck on that site. Peggy man be the baseball play oh, the baseball God. i would love to get john sterling peggy lee and coach weitzel in a room and let them hash it out because i think they're all on the same wavelength wait r.i.p peggy lee she passed away in 2002 did cole take shots at nick swisher you tell me. How much of a battle was it to keep your emotions and excitement in check having a playoff start? Like, what was the, the early part of the day like compared to a regular season start? Brian Hoke. Honestly, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a whole lot different. I, I, uh, I, was, I'm, I was in the tunnel during the, you know, the festivities with the lights and stuff because that was just you know, that's not i don't want to be doing that like be walking in or you know with like swisher running around so i was like i just got my stuff done out of the way early and uh and uh um yeah so like outside of that um is is pretty normal and it was uh kind of just just relaxing just to just hear the roar from everybody you know the whole time so. What, did you, what did you think of it? That's good. As I think that's learning from the Billy Crystal situation. I think it's two things. It's admitting I hate any pregame BS. I'm just going to be real with you. So I took myself out of the situation. <laughs> I'm going to let Nick Swisher be Nick Swisher because he loves that stuff. <laughs> and, and, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Booney said about Clay Holmes that he said he hits the first guy just to check on my heart. <laughs> The vibes are good. Vibes are good. Vibes Vibes are are good. Immaculate. Vibes are good. Wow. Good stuff. All right. uh, Next game. We expect the same lineup, right? Why would they change anything? It's another righty pitching. Ooh. We both had, I need to see this demands this game, and neither of them happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. I thought there was a spot they could have pinch hit for Carpenter if they really wanted to pull that. They didn't need to do it, but it was, um, I think uh, Torino came through with uh, sack fly. But if they wanted to, they could have there. Uh, but, you know, I guess I'm not upset about it at all. Yeah, I mean, bottom of the eighth where, you know, the point in the, well, I guess bottom seventh, that quick inning, I can't have had two double plays. Um, 
One was the hot shot that Ramirez dropped. Right, right, right. Which would have been, so, yeah, been it's an a long out. Drive. I mean, if that's hit at him, it's off his glove. So then, yeah, I mean, that would have, unfortunately, Donaldson singled. If you had Trevino coming up that inning, that would have been your... Dude, that shirt's 150 bucks. Yeah. Used. We have everyone chip in. Everyone chips in a buck. 150 people. I mean, used. <laughs> Buy and use clothes. Uh, it's a lifestyle. It's a vibe. Why is he? All right. Lineup should be the same. Lineup should be the same. Nestor's coming in to pitch. Um, I mean, Rizzo. Trevi uh, does Rizzo his also, job. The uh, only conversation would be. Rizzo Trevi. also saves IKF on the dart he threw into the ground. Yeah. A nice pick. So three plays where I have to do hold my breath watch for IKF. He does get to third on the misplay by Oscar. So a lot of people are celebrating him for Oscar misplaying a ball. Any chance we see a catching change? It's the only one that I think is on the table. No. Because, I mean, Trevi did his job. Higgy's been hot recently. Um, I'll see Nestor, man. Excited to see Nestor in real postseason action. That's going to be electric. Um, yeah, I think it's Trevi. Um, I know you're not a catcher ERA guy. Um, with Higgy in 67 innings, a 309. With Trevi in 91.1 innings, a 197 ERA. And he did his job at the plate. I think Trevi's back out there. I think it's the same lineup until they need to change it. I agree. The brand is called Warren Lotus mm. shirts. And uh, Matt Carpenter did a cool eye goggle thing that we gave love to, and then we got caught up in other stuff. Um, talking. You have a shirt of us. Yeah, I have a tank top that I can bust out at any time. Um, I, talking Yanks, I didn't see this during when it happened. They posted the picture of us and Matt Carpenter doing it. Got a lot of love. Yeah, I retweeted as it that. should. I retweeted that one. It's pretty funny. Man, I love playoff baseball. Yeah, I still don't feel like we got it, but we did. Um, I mean, the start of the game. <laughs> it's some Yanks. It's a stuff. funny picture of us. It's a great pick. It's an it's an electric pick. I mean, that's baseball. Oh, wow. Someone added to it. I got to retweet this. Uh, the Harrison Bader non-emotion stuff is such a lie. He's one of the more emotional guys. He comes around second base. I'm going to do what he does when he comes around second base. He slaps himself, and then he charges up. Yeah. Go look at the what I just retweeted. Oh, my God. Kim Tastic added her doing it to us doing it, and I want to make it like a thread. Oh, we're going to do one of those layers. Did you see it? Yes, I see Kimtastic. That's good. What a good way to use the name Kim. Yeah? You think I should go by Jimtastic? <laughs> yes. That's Jimtastic. This whole thing could have been Jimtastic Media. Jimtastic Media. <laughs> be better than... No. It would make more sense. Maybe he doesn't have the SEO. Jimtastic might be taken. John Boy, no one had the SEO for Fantastic. Well, Jim Tastic spelled like the gym. There is a YouTube page that looks like 78 subs. And there's an Urban Dictionary. Oh, and their video that pops up is... 
First vid that pops up is drug time. Mm, nice. Uh, there's a <laughs> there's a Urban Dictionary for Gymtastic. It's just a video of them with a syringe. Ten second video, and they just squirt it. Well, the Urban Dictionary for Gymtastic is uh, a noun, a minor celebrity, particularly adept at emptying public houses with an electric mix of indie punk and ska. I mean, that's basically what this is built on. A woefully bad DJ. Oh. I went to the I went to the boozer the other day to see DJ Gymtastic. He only did a Gymtastic. He was the worst Gymtastic DJ I've ever heard. 2010. Is Storielli still on Urban Dictionary? Good question. If anyone could find this Warren Lotos shirt for less than 150 bucks. <laughs> It's the number to beat. <laughs> that is the number to beat. All right. Let's anything get out else? of here. No, I don't know if there's anything else. Done. It's just a fun time to keep talking because they won and we're happy. Punch it. We'll see you. Nothing tomorrow. So we'll see you Thursday for pregame show. Little weather in the forecast Thursday. That's going to be something to watch. Yeah, we're going to the game, so there won't be a watch party. But we are bringing like a camera I'm going to vlog it so there will be like reactions but after the fact uh, but pregame show first we will be doing a pregame show correct for sure as yeah. long as there's a game yeah cool alright love you guys go Yanks tell them Grams go Yankees Rizzo big homer we didn't even mention that really. Yeah, but I mean,